Hello, I'm the Pink Phantom. Welcome to my podcast, where we will go deep into the lair of the purple worm instead of down into the rabbit hole, where we'll voyage into the astral realm of my mind and explore the verse of nerd culture. This is Phantom Thoughts. All right, trying a little gorilla podcasting with the phone this time. See how this works out. On this episode, I've got a call from Jason from the Nerds RPG Variety Cast about the core role-playing game I played in the last episode. I also have a bunch of random thoughts about a bunch of random things, so it's going to be interesting to see how this episode develops, because at this point, I don't even know. But let's enjoy together. Hey, Jason here. Just listened to 37. Shall we play a game? I also backed Korg on the Kickstarter, and it's a lot of fun. The other thing it would be really good for, not only for solo play like you did, but, of course, we all carry pocket dice, right? And this is popularized by um, Sword in a Backpack. And Cody Maza and Ray Otis have both also talked about it. And, and since hearing them talk about it, I always carry dice in my pocket. But the nice thing with Korg is if you have, you know, a couple dice and you have those cards, which you just slide in your wallet, you could easily turn this into a, an actual role-playing game where you're using that card to DM another player. So you come across somebody that doesn't know about role-playing games or if they do, you could easily use this instead of a solo as a, as a true RPG, you know? So I, I think it's a really clever product and I'm very happy that I backed it and I look forward to future things from that creator. Thank you for that call, Jason. Uh, yeah, Korg was, a, it was a lot of fun playing Korg like that. It was a real quick little game, quick experience. It's a, it's a real theater of the mind kind of thing, but it's something that with a little imagination, some pocket dice, you can play anywhere. You can play with a friend. You can make a new RPG friend and play it. So, yeah, that's very good. Thank you for pointing that out. Uh, the, I got an email just a couple of days ago through Kickstarter, through that through the Korg, Korg Kickstarter, that uh, there's going to be an addition to the game. Uh, I'm not sure exactly when it's going to launch. There wasn't a lot of details about what's going to be in it. But I'm really interested to see how this game develops and see how things go from here. So again, thank you for calling. Fantastic. So now on to the meat of the episode, for lack of a better term. Uh, just things that have caught my attention on the interwebs related to role-playing and the role-playing hobby. Uh, several crowdfunding initiatives uh, one swords and wizardry complete uh, revised is online on Kickstarter uh, it goes through April 25th uh, the digital version of the game of how the revised version of the game is going to be five dollars through this through this campaign so this is a you know this is a re sort of a re spawning of the of the venerable OD&D rule set and it's something that a lot of people have enjoyed both in its original incarnation and in its various swords and wizard incarnations uh, my guess is after the way things went down and I believe they've I believe they've said this I haven't tried I haven't kept up as much with the whole TSR not TSR Wizards of the Coast handling of the OGL and all that and the way people react to it most folks that have been using it that have real prominent games have said they're going to strip it out of those games so i imagine 
Swords of Wizardry Complete will probably fall into that process. Uh, another th one on Kickstarter, which just caught my attention because I thought was it was neat. I'm not going to back it. The RPG Squeeze Plush campaign, which goes through April 21st. Uh, it's, it's stuffed animals of D&D monsters, essentially. Uh, you know, legally distinct D&D monsters. Uh, Gelatinous Cube. The Scrix Bear, which is legally distinct from Al Bear. Uh, the Iger, which is legally distinct from a Beholder. Things like that. And, uh, you know, they're not terribly expensive. I don't remember what the price is. And help me, I didn't write it down before I started the podcast. But, uh, you know, if you've ever wanted a cute stuffed animal of a classic D&D monster to give to a child with a great imagination or a child at heart with a great imagination, uh, this could be something for you. Uh, I failed to mention after the Swords and Wizardry thing, I'm going to have links to all this stuff in the show notes. So, you know, you don't have to worry about it. Or you can go on Kickstarter and look for RPG Squeeze Plush. That should bring it right up. And the other one was Swords and Wizardry Complete Revival. Revised, excuse me, revised. Revival, I have OSR on the brain apparently. Uh, the last one in terms of crowdfunding I want to bring up is Talislanta 6th Edition. This is a venerable game that goes back almost to the roots of the hobby. It famously has no elves in it. It's a fantasy setting. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, and I'm not that familiar with it, on their... Uh, on their webpage, talislanta.com, they have every version of the game up to 6th edition that you can download for free. So from 1st edition to 5th edition, there's a couple other editions put in there. Uh, this particular campaign is on GameFound and not on Kickstarter. Uh, the digital version is $19.99 and then there's various tiers up with various levels of physical or digital or physical and digital combined. Uh, they also had the option to get Talislanta for 5th edition D&D. So if you just if you're someone that enjoys that world but you'd rather play it in a rule set that maybe uh, more recent gamers would find more more appealing or more accessible or just familiar with because maybe they don't want to learn another system to play in what's supposed to be a from what I've seen is a very deep and exciting world, fantasy world. Uh, you can get the 5th edition version. Uh, the D&D 5th edition version or you can get Talislanta 6th edition of the game. So that's that's all the crowdfunding things that kind of caught my attention. The other one was a blog post from lizardmandiaries.blogspot.com. And again, this will this link will be in the show notes. Uh, the, the post in question is Proxima B Biomass Saga. This is a domain-level campaign that he played out with his gaming group about essentially a giant biomass in space threatening the the the, the all the all the plants in the system of the Proxima B system and the various entities and and individuals who have some sort of power or authority in that system uh, how they react to it and how they react to each other and just in general how it all plays out how does you know does the biomass wipe everybody out does the is the biomass overcome? Uh, do the di different players work together, or do they fight against each other? Uh, it was just great, just reading it. It wasn't a real long blog post, and it 
it was it was pretty exciting. It seemed to take place over the amount of time between turns, as they call, as he called them, kind of diminished from months to weeks to days. Uh, and it it was real interesting the way things turned out. And he also has links in that post to uh, what was sent out to the players each turn, so that they so you can see what they had, uh, some background, the rules that he used. Uh, he also had links to an earlier domain level post that he used was a little more complex rules. These were a little simple rules when he used. And also he mentioned a system called Imperian Dynasty rules that were used in a previous as a previous system, which is something I'm going to look at because I love the idea of domain play and everything and playing things out on a planetary or kingdom or, you know, barony level sometimes and how that can react to RPGs. So that's about all I got for you for this time. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. L- real short one. I uh, hope to get back on the mic again soon. And I hope this went well recording with my phone because it's the first time I've tried to do a whole thing on my phone. Uh, and until next time, uh, game on, guys. Game on. And that's going to do it for another episode of Phantom Thoughts. If you have any feedback you'd like to leave, you can contact me by leaving a voice message at anchor.fm slash the-pink-phantom or you can send an email to thepinkphantom1 at gmail.com or you can contact me on Twitter at thepinkphantom. The music in this episode was Strength of the Titans and Late Night Radio by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license from creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0